Another one. Straight out of Fallon Podcast, motherfuckers. Chris G. Just got off the fucking work. You know? I gotta have a 9 to 5 to support this podcast shit, you feel me? I'm chilling at the studio, the Dingo's Den. Shout out to the Dingo Bros. You feel me? I'm here chilling. Joe Dingo's making and producing beats in the background. What's up, Joe Dingo? What's up, brother? Joe Dingo's in the motherfucker. So, today... I just felt like putting out another episode on this Anchor app. Shout out to Anchor. Real easy to use this app. Um, you download it and you push one button and boom, you're podcasting, motherfuckers. So if you haven't tried Anchor yet, try Anchor. Download it on iTunes or whatever platform or I mean cell phone you've been, you guys got. So check out Anchor. Another one. Just another good episode today. I'm just behind the scenes of um, us music being produced. You know what I mean? And and it's just it's just crazy. Every artist has their own way of fucking doing their shit, and that's what I like about this industry. Everybody's fucking different. Everybody has their own way of trying to produce their music or rap music or country music any music you feel me so it's just cool uh what kind of sound would you say you have dingo for the motherfuckers out there i don't know what would you describe your sound i know they're listening to it so they're probably they're gonna have their own opinion but what do you think downbeat downbeat you call it downbeat huh that's cool that's the first time i've ever heard that term downbeat can you break that shit down for me what is what is downbeat because I don't know what the fuck that is how would you describe it musical it's not your regular hip hop it's not like uppity happy chords and stuff that everybody already uses that works like non cookie cutter yeah but what makes it downbeat is usually the tone of it is sometimes sad for some reason yeah and that just comes out because it's music from the heart or something. But, yeah. But that's basically what it is. There is a there is a uh, category for down category. Downbeat. Downbeat. I'm one of the. And good. what's your favorite part? And how long have you been making music? For one year. One year, huh? And for the motherfuckers, because you guys are listening, he's uh, what age? You're 55, 54. 55. 55 years old, and he's been doing music for one year. How, why so late? Uh, never had the time, my nigga. Never had the time? Never had the time to do this. You never experimented when you were younger? Yeah, I was in a concert band and band in 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th grade, senior year, played music. Yeah. So I played music when I was young. I learned how to play music when I was young. Okay, but you just never made it your own music. Never. Close high marching band. So I know a lot of motherfuckers are like wondering who the fuck's this Joe Dingo cat? He's fucking almost sixty years old. No, 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 no um disrespect, but they're like he's creating this sound I've never heard. Like what the fuck? What else does he do? Oh, he's an artist. Oh shit, he does art. People still do that? Yeah, motherfucker, this guy's 
putting out work or he's working on some work, but the pieces I've been using on my podcast, you've seen them on the background. They are fucking when you're here in person and you get to actually experience looking at that art. It's a whole different thing. See, when I first walked into the studio, Dingo, remember this shit? I first walked into the studio and I was like, whoa, what the fuck is all this shit? You know, because some of his art's different. And you're like, what the fuck? It looks like the same art. Some of them, right? There was a, uh, um, uh, what kind of art would you describe that shit you do where you just scribble or, or drip paint and all that shit, Dingo? Um, a lot of the work is abstract. Abstract. But the work that looks like there's no purpose for it, it's called non-objective. So okay. there really is no purpose for it, except for the joy of painting itself. Oh, okay. I never heard of that. That's dope. Yeah. In other so, words, uh, how long have you been an artist? All my life, nigga. Yeah. Except for three or four years when I was a baby. Really? But even in kindergarten, I was uh, doing other people's coloring homework. <laughs> really? Yeah, That's crazy. No way. So let's talk about your your childhood or growing up. I can remember that. So you've been a a, a Central Valley boy your whole life? What? So you've been a Central Valley boy your whole life? Oh, hell yeah, man. So for the motherfuckers that don't know where the Central Valley is, this is California. We're in Fowler, California, the Dingo's Den. But his hometown is Clovis, California, which is about 20 fucking minutes away. Okay. Well, back to the shit. Remember the question or no? Sorry, you guys. It's hard because I'm actually bothering. You know, one thing I learned about artists is they don't like to be bothered when they're doing their shit. Okay, for the motherfuckers out there that are getting into this industry, do not fucking bug an artist because they get pissed off quick. Right, Dingo? Hell yeah. (laughs) Because creativity might leave them. Yeah, creativity might leave them. No, I know. That shit happens, dude. Well, you're talking about Central Valley. This is just a quick, I know. Th- all right, all right, all right. The Central Valley is where That's we're from in California. Very proud of. Um, we're trying to turn this motherfucker into the new Atlanta. You feel me? This is what we're trying to do. You know what I mean? Bring artists together, start our own movement. So when people talk about hip hop in Central California, We'd be able to have our own distinct sound out here. You feel me? That's that's the whole goal. And you're not going to know until you network and talk to other artists. Because you don't know who it could be. Who the new next wave is. Right, Dingo? That's right. Yeah. Central Valley has a lot of talent. Right? A lot of talent out here. All In ages. our own backyard. Yeah. Well, motherfuckers. Hey, you want to say any last things before we wrap this motherfucker up? Shout out Pimpin' G. Shout out Pimpin' G. He was on the last episode, if you guys didn't know. Pimpin' G is a boy. Eventually, we're going to have a big episode where I have a shitload of motherfuckers at the studio. And we're just going to talk shit all night. You feel me? I hope you fuckers are ready for that. Well, I got to go. Straight out of Fowler Podcast, motherfuckers. We're back, bitches. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing. I felt like we needed to do another episode with fucking Mr. Motherfucking Joe Dingo. What's up, Dingo? 
What's up, my nigga? Hey, nothing. We're just fucking here at the Dingo's Den studio. Shout out to the Dingo Bros, Rod Dog, aka Fuck Her Rod Dog. He's not here at the moment. Um, shout out to um, Joe Motherfuck Dingo. Everybody knows him. He's a uh, uh, triple threat, I would say. Artist art, slash artist slash artist. You feel me? <laughs> so what's up, Dingo? I wanted to talk some more shit because this beat you showed me, I'm like, oh, that's not, that's crazy. This is a unique sound again. So I'm like, let's just do another episode and you can debut this beat and talk a little bit bullshit on this podcast because this podcast is just, I like to call it bullshit. You feel me? So what inspired you to do this shit right here, man? It's different. Right here, just the beat mostly. I'm looking for a good beat. And it seems like if it makes your head bob up and down, that's a good start. Yeah. <laughs> and then you start, you know, you fucking put some more shit together. But this is eight layers of shit. I think maybe seven layers. Yeah. So you just position them in, in, a, in a place. And, and this is made out of Ableton light. And it's made out of an Akai uh, MIDI. And what happens is it's a simple way to make your own music. And uh, it's a program that it's easy for me to understand. I have a hard time with Fruity Loops. Oh, Fruit Loops? So Fruit Loops, that shit's hard, man. Yeah. yeah. This is easy. This is easy. Yeah, but like I said before, you know, every artist records differently. That's the thing. You know, it's just every artist makes their their music different. But I want I wanted I to it. get into some shit with you because on your profiles, you have a picture of a motherfucker crashing on the motorcycle. And I had asked you, hey, who is that? And you said it was me. So let's talk about this fucking picture a little bit. You you, you wrecked. You were all, you look like you were in a race. Were you racing or were you just fucking at the racetrack for fun? I was at the racetrack for fun, Monterey, uh, Laguna Seca racetrack. We were there for... Uh just track days they call them track days you pay and you get to run your bike uh you have to wear leathers it's required oh okay. so i had so a nice set of boots and and you know i, I had nice shit and i had a ducati 1000 ducati a ducati 1000 Ooh. i had a blast for about 30 31 32 laps 32 laps yeah uh, uh until you crashed until i crashed yeah. oh shit was that your record at that time or we what went, we went out uh, 11 12 laps at a time uh-huh. so we were on the th- at the end of the third one and i had just told myself well let's see if i can go a little faster <laughs> and well i couldn't and who caught the picture um my i went with my nephew actually who uh-huh. also loves motorcycles and what he did is he bought a package where they had all the photographers photograph him. So they were part of his photographs. Oh, okay. And it just so happened that uh, also since we were there, <laughs> also since we were there and they did take pictures of me, yeah. they decided to buy my package also, but I hadn't yeah. purchased it. Okay. Uh, but since it had the fall, I had to buy it, right? Yeah, hell yeah, right? <laughs> so that was, that was, of course, and a whole different level, though. That's one of the greatest days of my life. How old were you at the time? The bike was fine. Oh, yeah. I forgot to ask. Bike but how old were you at the time? Oh, it had to be... Uh... Damn, probably only about 12 years ago. 
about 12 years ago. So 12 years ago. At the most. At the most. Yeah, maybe not even 10 years. So. Because I was with my nephew. So you're in your 40s. Yeah. Yeah. In my 40s, man. It's awesome, dude. Damn. So you've been riding bikes since what? You're a kid? Yeah, since I was 13 years old, riding street motorcycles. I actually drove a motorcycle to junior high football practice. And I kind of like killed the bike, you know, uh, turned the kill switch on so the bike would die. So I would roll up yeah. and I would look around and make sure the coach wasn't there to watch me. No teachers are there to watch me. Cause I'm driving up to junior high on a fucking motorcycle, dude. That's illegal. Yeah. I don't have a, <laughs> I don't have a license and a helmet. No way. But I'm driving to school for practice, brother. No way. Isn't that so cool? So did, did you get shit? That's cool, huh? Nowadays, you wouldn't be able to get away with that shit, No, huh? you can't get away with that shit. Hell no. But uh, back then, I got away with it, dude. Yeah. So I've been, I was been driving a motorcycle. What, you, man. what, in the 80s? Long time. Shit, that would be the 70s. You were... Yeah, damn! Did you... So, any some, who were some of the people that you were fucking jamming to in the 70s? That was Earth, Wind, Fire. Okay. George Benson. see man a lot of earth wind and fire but i think my my brother still loved uh uh jethro toll the eagles hell uh, what's that chick nikki uh the eagles hotel california right yeah all that stuff uh yeah. man i should have i should have look jay giles band look i should have known you you were you were um Alive in the 70s. Look what you're wearing. If you, For the fuckers that can't see because you're listening. He got this um, handcraft made by him. Turquoise. And it's a, a turquoise necklace. What, what, describe that shit because it looks Indian-like, but it looks hippie-like at the same time. What, what, how'd you come up with that? This is turquoise. One of my favorite stones. Anything that's an earth stone, it fucking <laughs> feels good. Anything with dirt, right? Yeah. You know, it's sad to say, Mexicans love that shit. But I like turquoise because it's like a really nice fucking color. Yeah. And it's a rock. You can find it. And it's a rock, and you can find it anywhere. Well, not everywhere, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, dude, you crack me up, yeah. Dingo. Yeah, let hey, me talk. So I make my own fucking Dingo wear to make yeah. sure that I ain't wearing shit and, and someone and, else's. And, and that's yeah. what you, what you call it, Dingo wear? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's my Dingo wear. I fucking make these necklaces, right? Yeah. No, he gives them out to people, right? There's yeah. a few people, artists out there that came to the studio that you've you've given um, yeah. your work to. Uh, what makes you do that? Which one? Well, whoever, whoever, like any artist, like what makes you be like, hey, you know, they deserve this piece of art of mine. You make it with the intention already to give it. So you already know you're going to give it. Just a man, It's just a moment of when. Because you already know you're going to give it away. So yeah, so that's yeah. how we do it. Oh, yeah. okay. So when you make your art, you, you know. You want to be nice to people, man. Yeah, you but when them. you make, that's what I'm asking. So when you make your art, you're already thinking, I'm going to give it to somebody. Yeah, this dingo stuff. Yeah, dingo wear. Yeah. What about your paintings? Usually no. Okay. Sometimes yes. Sometimes I know exactly who they are, but very, very, very rarely. Very rarely. You give away paintings? Yeah, well, I give away paintings, as you know. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it's more successful than trying to sell them. But do you take a picture of it? 
Because you only make. Do you make do. Uh, du many duplicates? Of every every painting, every painting oh. I ever made, I have like yeah. You got so it's duplicates. Well documented, and and it's you know it's uh so put it's in a, a library. Yeah. No, you you don't know how how long that art piece will be past generations after generations because their mom had it or their dad yeah, had stuff it. You, stuff you can't their give kids. up and you'll never give up. It's like giving, giving a kid away, one of your kids. Well, which kid am I going to give away? Yeah. So, <laughs> none of them. So, uh, one thing about that is uh, you just try to make the artwork to make the artwork. You don't want to fucking make it for anything special because then it yeah. gets all it gets all messed up because yeah. the communication line gets all fucked up. So in a way, it's it's an old ass, you know, saying about so, keep it pure. Try to keep it pure. So you don't like when people tell you, hey, you need to put out work, or how do you feel? Because you have pieces that are older than me, and some are when I was eight to ten years oh, old. Oh yeah, I ha I've been painting a long time. I got my uh, art degrees in uh, night. 1900s son of a bitch man damn and uh 1992 <laughs> and i think 1995 or six yeah i was two years old that's when i got my uh, ba and my ma in art so Fuck. long fucking time professionally but uh mm, recently i've been focusing on a different medium and that's music well yeah 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 to School me it's still to me it's still art though you see and so watch what? how i put them together I'm trying to I'm trying to be good at this the way I can paint. And then when I yeah. can do this and paint the way I paint, then I can make super magic. Yeah, I see what you're trying to do. So I'm no, still a learning cool. process. So learning process, huh? Music? No. What tips would you give to to um, new artists? Because I'm pretty sure people are going to listen to this and be like, damn. Mostly, you know there's going to be older people that are listening and be like, dang, 56? Yeah. You're telling me I can still be... I can still go for my dreams. Mostly, it's yeah. You're never old to, to ne you're never old too old to stop dreaming, unless you re retire with a pension and your son dumbass <laughs> in there watching TV, <laughs> and, and you thought that retirement was sitting home watching fucking TV. TV. Oh yeah, you you don't fucking wasted your shit right there. Oh, but if you plan to never stop your art and your crafts and always start new crafts, yeah, you'll you'll you'll, you'll be like me. You'll be 115 and still trying it's to chase still that, doing pussy. It. <laughs> that, that pussy. That 20 year old pussy. <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking hilarious. No way. Uh, you were asking me a question before that. What was that? Question uh, uh, nah, nah, nah. We'll, we'll, we'll switch it up a little bit. It's um, we, We're having a little too much fun. And um, I got to tone it down because we're about to wrap it up. Um, yeah, there you go. Oh, you said, what What do I get advice? Yeah. Don't listen to the other nigga. Yeah, don't listen to them. Don't listen to nobody because so, they're always so going to... the haters. They're always going to quash your dream. So that's the best advice. Yeah. And so you just stick to it. Put your nose to the grind. Keep your head down for your house. You'll <laughs> fucking do it. And that's how we're going to end off this episode with Behind the Scenes Part 2 with Joe Dingo, motherfucker. Shout out to Anchor. Straight out of Fowler Podcast. Find it on all platforms, motherfuckers. And the beats by Joe Motherfuck Dingo. At the Luminati Studios. <laughs> Hehehehe <laughs>